Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. And I am also Nick. Uh, See, I guess we're trying something different. Get that extra energy when you've already done one episode tonight. Yeah, yeah. I needed uh, some kind of caffeine boost without the caffeine, I guess. So that was good, and I enjoyed that. So for those of you who paid attention to last week, <laughs> uh, that is also today, uh, because I am... I, I'm not ashamed to admit I am going on, I'm going on vacation. Um, so, so we're doing a mouth stuff marathon recording three episodes in one night. Uh, this episode is going to air, uh, or drop if you will. Uh, I don't even know the date, but, uh, some Sunday, not this closest one, whatever. You don't need to know. Uh, but what basically this is pre-recorded, uh, even farther in advance than we normally do that. Uh, but I'm also very excited for this episode because uh i'm talking really fast i feel like i'm talking really fast <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it's it's sugar and i'll tell you why uh because we are doing food stuff a sweet treats a part yeah yeah part yeah uh so we had so uh-huh. much fun a couple of weeks ago with our uh sweet treats episode and we barely scratched the surface of sweet treats uh so we talked cool cream uh and we talked candy, uh, but that's, that's all we really did. And there's so much more sweet treats. Also, we're going back to candy uh, because candy. when we talked candy bars, we talked uh, specifically about this article that we saw uh, where they ranked the most overrated candy bars, the most underrated, and then the bold statements of these things need to be taken off the shelf. Uh, so we commented on that article and we decided Let's do our own list. So we have a shortened version of a very similar list for that as well. Um, so sweet treats, uh, part deux. And uh, we are going to jump into that. But first, we're going to do our intros. And our intro is slightly different because, like I said, uh, recording in the same week, at, same day as the previous podcast. So we are going to discuss something that we watched this week. But instead of what pissed us off, uh, because we didn't want to come up with three things that pissed us off this week, uh, we're going to do another Would You Rather. We're bringing Would You Rathers back. So uh, I will go first. Farce. <laughs> I need to just like slow down. Slow down. Take a breath. I'm also really excited. I forgot to mention because live on air on this pre-recorded podcast. So you won't hear it live, but I'll be doing it live. I finally managed to track down a chunky bar and I'm going to try it on air. Uh, I went to easily five different locations in the last couple of days trying to find one because I really took them for granted when they used to be everywhere because you could go into any Wawa and there would be a chunky bar and I would even see it and I'd be like who buys that uh, and then of course when I went to look for one I couldn't find them anywhere but I tracked down a chunky bar and I'm going to try it when we get to our uh, sweet treats part deux sorry I'm ready I'm excited to you can hear feel my excitement I'm so excited it just oozing through uh, my mic yeah, you can see it. It's sorry. Um, so I'm going to go first for what I watched because uh, just about an hour and a half ago, uh, you went first. So so we remember. What, am, what did I watch this week? You ask, I asked. We ask each other every week. Um, what did you watch? So I've been getting real into the prices right lately. That's really weird. I'm not going to lie. Is it weird? Why? Because I'm it, not... It, it, that's I'm, weird not, stage. I'm not an elderly person or a child, chi- yes. child who's homesick. Yes. Uh, I understand that. 
And I've noticed a couple of things uh, as watching it as an adult. Interesting. First of all, I remember like watching a few episodes like right when Drew Carey took over uh, for Bob yes. Barker. Cause like when we were kids, it was Bob Barker, but then when like we saw the end of Bob Barker. So like an, an old senile <laughs> way guy, to put that, which he's still alive. Are you serious? Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I thought he died. Hold on. That's what you said. The end of Bob Barker. I was like, holy shit, that's kind of dark. We weren't really watching him die. I really didn't know that. Yeah, he's 97 years old. Damn, good for him. I, uh, I'm i sorry. I just kind of assumed. Um, just seeing all these celebrity deaths is kind of hard to keep track. He, because I thought he'd die like right after he retired. But he yeah, retired. I don't know why I had that. In my mind. He retired in 2007. Jesus Christ. Was it that long ago? So no. He's just been like taking names and kicking asses. That's playing. like. We were like in middle school. Yeah, because that's like kind of when I stopped watching because if I stayed home sick after that, I would just like, yeah, I don't know, do other stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't watch Prices Right. Wow, um, I didn't realize Drew Carey was on it for that long. So it's just interesting to kind of see because uh, things have changed a lot since then. Um, I don't know if you want to like at least maybe bright spot, I guess, is they do have some male models now. Uh, oh, nice. Which That's yeah, actually really cool. It is significant. I think it might not seem like it, but it just to me. Are they shirtless? No. No, that's a shame. But because I guess I think it's because of COVID that they're like they have two models. <laughs> they have shirts on. No, they <laughs> only have they only have two models. They have a female oh. model and a male model, and they'll just like rotate everyone. But like so, I've been watching for maybe like a week now. In fact, I've gotten so into it, I'm like scheduling my day around it. I had to cut my workout short today so I could come in the shower before Price is Right. <laughs> but it's whatever. Um, so I like recognize this guy. I think his name is James. Like he's like every other person. Um, Your average James. I also noticed uh, one, they give away a lot more high end stuff now than before. Because mm. I mean, you're familiar with the show. Uh, I've seen my fair share of it. Okay. So. The contestants come on down uh, and then there's there's the four of them and then whoever bids correctly on the item gets to come on to the stage, um, gets to come on up after they already come on down. Uh, but in my like week of watching the show, I think the cheapest thing I've seen is over $500. Most of the things are over a thousand and some of them are even at 2000. I feel like when Bob Barker was on the show, they never would have had that expensive of stuff. So when they first bid on it? Yeah. Yeah. Like the stuff that you win just to like come up on stage. So I just feel like they've gotten, cause I'm, I'm also yeah. apparently really bad at it. Like I don't remember being this bad, but I'm just terrified of going over. So I'll bid like $600 on this set of watches uh, and then this set of watches will be like $1,100. And I'm like, oh my God, that like I was way off. But I didn't, I was even like, I was afraid uh, at $600 that I'd be going over. Yeah. I guess, um, I guess the strategy isn't to uh, say a dollar anymore. I don't know. Especially if you're noticing the trend. I have seen a couple of people do a dollar and I'm like, Especially yeah. if someone has already said a thousand. I don't know. Then at that point, it's like, oh, maybe it's probably more than that. I've seen people say a dollar and I'm like, I'm with you there. And then it's like over a thousand dollars. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously I didn't think that they were saying it would cost a dollar. Um, also, I could really nerd out here. Another thing I've noticed since like watching it as an adult is like, I'm judging the people on there a whole lot more than when I did as a kid. 
especially when the people do their bids at the beginning. Uh, for example, there was a woman today, uh, that poor woman, I think she was one of the original four brought up and she never, oh. made, she never made it on stage. I realize how Be- tough that was. Yeah. Because she was just bid like between 620 and 650 on every single item. <laughs> Like that was her strategy, I guess. It's just like, it's going to be somewhere in this range. But like the strategy that some people do where it's like, like one person will bid $600 and then this woman would come up and be like 650. And then I just don't understand because like, if you think it's above $600, then you're supposed to do 601 because like technically you're actually like exposing yourself there to a small gap uh, but a gap where it could be like 622 or something like that like that woman who just bid 600 uh, is going to win instead of you Uh, and there's just some other examples like that where people are not like making like there's their bet doesn't really make sense if you're trying to think about it logically so I guess obviously in the heat of the moment they're not really thinking about it logically uh, yeah, so I will stop talking about prices right now because I've been rambling about prices right for like 10 minutes. Wow, these dollar amounts seem so much larger when you're younger. <laughs> and that was a lot more. <laughs> like a lot more, but now that just doesn't seem like that much. What'd you watch? Oh, there we go. Um, I didn't know if you were done. Um, a lot of prices right stuff. Um, no, yeah, so for me, um, I don't know if you remember, I did mention um, recently that I watched um the first well i guess currently only season of invincible on amazon prime um didn't mention however how for me it was reminiscent of another show or a technically anime that i saw a while ago called one punch man uh at that time a few years ago i only saw the first season uh and then i forgot there was a second season that i had to watch um so i decided to kind of binge through uh those uh those two seasons um so just rewatch the first one and then get the new second season um which is fairly easy to do it's um only like a 20 minute uh show and then 12 episodes a season it's actually not too bad um yeah 12 episodes i think yeah um but yeah it's a really interesting anime um i do recommend it for people who want to get into that um that style that show um there's a sub version and a dub version. I prefer the subtitles, um, but I won't judge you if you want to have the dub versions. Um, so it's pretty accessible. Uh, and I don't know, it's really interesting. Um, kind of a take on a superhero kind of uh, show where it's this uh, seemingly average guy who just, so, you know, just through, uh, I think it's still a bit uh, in question how he got too powerful, but you know, apparently his workout regimen got him to be like the uh basically the strongest uh person on earth and he could literally take out um any opponent any monster with like one punch um which for him is very depressing uh because he hasn't really felt any type of challenge um and so that really kind of plays into um i guess his like apathy um but he gets a sense of purpose later on but no it's a very interesting um really interesting anime i i quite enjoy it the first season is a lot better so uh, I don't know. It, it felt like the second season they were they were constantly working towards something, and st- some things just took forever, like three or four episodes, and it's like just dragging on certain storylines. I'm like, is this going anywhere? And then they finally start to go somewhere, and then it's over. I'm like, wait, you didn't even go anywhere. 
There was a lot of setups. I was really disappointed with that. So I do prefer the first one. It might be a little out there for some people, especially who aren't really accustomed to uh, to anime. But I think it's a good, uh, good like starter anime, if that makes sense. Um, but it just kind of reminded me of um, it's not as violent as Invincible, but kind of had like a kind of had a similar feeling to me. Um, it seemed a bit more um, maybe not sure but i don't know it's a, it's a really simple in its story but it's still really still kind of compelling and still you know kind of it, for me it was interesting to watch so I, I would recommend it so it was it was fun to kind of revisit that and then uh watch the new the new episodes so um but yeah if you want to get into that i, I do recommend it i remember you telling me about it when you watched the first oh, really? season and i remember yeah. being like oh that is like a really interesting premise of a show where it's like at what point is being like the most powerful person kind of like really annoying and shitty because like there's no real like challenge or anything yeah yeah and that was for the most part that was like the forefront of the first season and then they kind of took a back seat to certain events in the second season which i don't know they didn't really track with what i thought they were going with but i guess they don't really have like uh a theme that they're going with um but i don't know they had some had some good dialogue uh good some good um uh philosophical moments so yeah i, I would recommend it. i forgot i mentioned it so yeah um sorry you haven't seen it between that time and now it's on my list at the exact same place that community is on your list yeah <laughs> i guess so fun fact uh i know someone who i i, I feel bad because i forget the name of the school but he went to the college that that was supposedly like kind of based off of and filmed at um it's some college in california i i feel bad i forget the name of it but yeah it's kind of known as like the it's not community college but it's like the college that community was filmed at um or uh, took inspiration from so i don't know fun fact interesting correct to mention that when you mentioned community well luckily i mention it uh, in almost every episode yeah, yeah. you'll you'll uh you do that it'll do that a lot and i'll mention one punch man i'm just realizing we forgot to reference fast and the furious last week <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh, oh, oh yeah all right would you rather time are you ready uh i Oof, aba- i abandoned that website uh and tried to make my own uh this week and i kind of like this one that i came up with yeah i think uh, you should go back to the website uh this <laughs> i feel like this one is uh even though I've never seen the show, it seems like kind of along the lines uh, of One Punch Man in having abilities that you don't really uh, use. (laughs) So uh, would you rather be able to breathe underwater but not be able to swim or get paid $100,000 a year to do nothing, but you have to live in Florida and cannot leave? I mean, this isn't easy. I don't know why. (laughs) Is it? I take the money. First off. You have to live in Florida. Yeah, you know, it gets a bad rap, and for a good reason. Uh, but I don't know. I know someone who lives there now, and I'm send me pictures occasionally. It's just like, yeah, yeah. You decided to go to the beach. I mean, they live in the Panhandle. Um, I don't know how different that is from closer to like Miami or in other various parts of, I don't know, Florida and the swamps. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, the very nice beaches. Um, but yeah, he he he's definitely told me of really crazy stories, and he had has to call the cops a lot. <laughs> More so than me, like I'm in Chicago. I don't know what that says, but um, fun fact though, there are like uh, there aren't as many laws around the uh, dissemination of like 
uh, public arrest records. Uh, so that's why you see a lot of news stories come out about criminal activity in Florida. So it's not necessarily just because there's so much, it's just it's just become widely available. But I think those two can go hand in hand. But anyway, another fun fact. Um, but I don't know, I think it gets a bad rep. I think you could like, unless you like force me to live in a certain area, I feel like you could just find someplace that's fairly nice, kind of, I don't know, uh, turn, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, tune out the bullshit and just like kind of relax and take your hundred thousand a year for not doing anything and be on the beach. Cause I don't know, breathing underwater, but not being able to swim. What what does that get me? (laughs) I I don't, give me the money. It gets you some underwater floating. Yeah, but you know how I feel about water and open ocean. And I don't know. Yeah, but See, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like that would seem worthwhile to like go explore the ocean, but that shit terrifies me. Um, there's only so far you can go. Well, now I mean that makes sense about the ocean being scary, but I just <laughs> I don't want to live in Florida. <laughs> that that much? Okay. I mean, I think it's clear from the question. Maybe I put the amount of money too high. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, but, there's already people who do who work and do nothing for that amount. So, I mean, I might as well do that too. I just, between the politics and the hot stickiness, it just doesn't seem like a state that I would want. And I've been a couple of times. I don't really remember it all that much, but like, <sighs> I, I don't, I know that I don't want to live there. And that's what's really making me, also, I think, there's just fun opportunities with being able to breathe underwater. Sure, you can't swim, but like, I feel like you could still kind of, like, you could still move around. Like, what you could sink to the bottom you and could just, sink, yes. You could sink and walk. It would be inconvenient, but also, I'm not a very strong swimmer as it is. So it's like, you you take out the worrying about having to drown, and then you can just like take your time to get somewhere. Uh, I I think just for the sake of not wanting to live in Florida, I'm going to pick the first part. Okay. (laughs) Whatever you say. I'm sorry if any of our six listeners are from Florida. Or currently live there. Um, But, you know, hey, I I tried to, you know, I tried to be rational and, I don't know, try to give you the benefit of the doubt. No. (laughs) That's a fair point. All right. Uh, We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back with Sweet Treats Part 2. This week's episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick is brought to you by Mouthwash. Mouthwash, make sure that you get the kind with alcohol, because if it doesn't burn, it's not working. Uh, I want you to get the best available mouthwash, and that is the mouthwash with alcohol. I want it to be so strong that when you put it in your mouth, your eyes immediately start to water, uh, because that's when you know it's the good stuff. What's your experience with mouthwash? Uh, getting drunk off it is nice. Wait, can you actually? You don't think you can? We drink enough of it, yeah. Don't try that at home. Uh, but, <laughs> but do buy mouthwash. Um, if you go to the website, uh, mouthwash.com, uh, and type in the promo code mouthstuffmouthwash, uh, you get a discount of whatever. I don't know. Uh, just do it. This week's episode of Mouth Stuff is also brought to you by Nick's Childhood Dessert Cult. Uh, last time we talked about sweet treats, uh, we brought up uh, the cult that you were raised in uh, several times, uh, and we kind of agreed that it seemed like it was fun. Uh, 
eating a lot of desserts, uh, candy and uh, sweet uh, cool cream. Uh, Good cool cream. Yeah. Uh, And even getting to make the cool cream. Um, So if you are interested in joining this cult, uh, go to the website uh, and type in mouth stuff and you will get a free one month membership. Now this is exclusive to mouth stuff listeners. Uh, Everybody else is going to have to pay for that first month. Uh, but like all good services, they'll give you a month free to make sure that you can try it out uh, and like it. If you don't like it, you can walk away after a month, um, which is actually like for a cult, that's like an impressive thing for them to say that you can walk away after a month. Yeah, we don't uh, have the best retention, but um, no, they're the best people. They're so confident that you'll enjoy this cult uh, that they're going to give you a month. And then after that month, you can walk away. Uh, now, granted, if you enjoy it, uh, then you're in for life. But it's kind of like a like a rumspringer, but like for just starting out in the cult. Uh, so maybe it's not like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so remember, uh, use the promo code MOUTHSTUFF to get one free uh, month into the cult. We are back with Sweet Treats Part 2. You guys put your coffee there? It's water. Oh, it was in a a certain brand name's uh, establishment cup, so... Oh, yeah, I guess you can see that. Does it say yeah, I, uh, No, it says my name. Um, my real name. Uh, no, I like to use it for ice water. Um, I don't know why. I like to it's reuse okay. those cups as much as I can. It's okay. It's because you like the turtles. Exactly. Oh, my God. I saw five turtles today. That's right. I remember seeing them. Yeah. Thankfully, you used cardboard straws and saved all of them. No, they all swam away from me, but I mean, it was cool just to see them. If you follow, oh, go ahead. No, I was like, I met picture you sent. I could not see where it was. I tried looking for it. I oh, this, the, the third the one? Yeah. I honestly, as soon as I took the picture, I was like, oh, is that a turtle? And then like, <laughs> I had to <laughs> get a really big leaf. I got closer and his head moved. So uh, okay. he definitely, yeah, it was not a good photo. And sadly, as I'm sending that Snapchat, two turtles swim right through the clear oh. water and i was like oh that would have been such a better picture that would cool um, but yeah if you follow me on any of my social media you will also know that i saw five turtles today so it was a big day for me very big but it's even bigger now because i'm very excited to talk uh sweet treats again yeah so, i don't know how you can do that i would have been uh, very tired from that all that social interaction with those turtles you're <laughs> exhausted you'd have headaches and yeah <laughs> So uh, before we get to our candy or candy, uh, going over our uh, own versions of that article that we did a couple of weeks ago, uh, another sweet treat is a cookie or a cookie. Cookie. Ah, cookie crisp. Did we, be, did we do cereal? Have we done cereal? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. We've done cereal at some point. I remember talking about cereal. Wait, cereal was a sponsor. One of our first sponsors, actually. It was. I think we talked about it. I definitely remember talking about, like, Frosted Flakes. I'll, I'll look back. If we didn't do cereal, we should definitely hit up cereal <laughs> on another one of our food episodes. It definitely came up. It may have not been a prominent, but as you know, we, tiny, we kind of go off on these tangents, talk about something completely different. Yeah. I remember we talked about wings last week. Yeah. <laughs> really fresh in my memory. Yeah. Uh, uh, so just real quick before we get into our candy. Uh what are some of your favorite or least favorite cookies? Oh, wait, hold on. Before you start, I wanted to paint a picture for you. 
so that you could really visualize your favorite cookie. You were quite right. the artiste. It's two years ago. It's a Friday. You're going into work for Cookie Friday. Oh, yeah. You're taking the stairs up to wherever the cookies are. I didn't, I was never inside. Um, you are, you are like 10 feet away from the table. And in your head, you're thinking, God, I hope there's what? Describe the cookie. Hmm. That's hard. Just because it was, there were many different teams doing it every week. So you always got a little different, something different, right? Um, I mean, sometimes there was like cake, which is. <laughs> yeah, we're very liberal with the um, Cookie Friday definition. It definitely involved. It was more like a dessert Friday. Um, because people maybe don't like baking cookies or just rather or just like a leftover cake um but yeah so there are a lot some a lot of times a lot of cupcakes um i guess the favorite okay so just generally the favorite would, would always be macarons um that was always either homemade or people spending exorbitant amounts of money at a local um one of the local bakeries to to get them i know one one person did that all the time so there's like sometimes there's like this some people had like uh uh, weren't expected to, but they always did bring in the same thing, and there's always that um, that excitement for it. Um, but I wasn't. Uh, they're not. I want to say they're my favorite. Um, they're fine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there are some good ones. I, uh, sometimes I don't really like the really interesting flavor. The, like really, I don't know. Like sometimes you get like into peanut butter ones, and like that to me, it just doesn't really meld well with the texture. It's just really weird. But. Um, there were some good ones, um, but I don't know. Was it, they weren't really my favorite. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. There's it it always there's always something different. It's, it's hard to look forward to something. Uh, always enjoyed. Uh, see, the thing that I'll eat anything. I don't know. Because you're so easygoing. Remember? Yeah, I mean, there there's things I wouldn't want to eat. Um, well, talk about those. What's what's your cookie that uh, you will say no, thank you? So there's so many different, <laughs> as I now say that, but like there's so many different. I can't say like a specific cookie. Things like that. there's so many different kinds, right? And <laughs> you could change an ingredient; it's a whole new thing. So for me, it's anything that would have fruits, uh, certain kinds of nuts, and coconut. I tend to avoid um or like sometimes they have all three of those i'm like that's not a cookie ew that's gross get that out of here um so that anything especially with coconut i don't know that, that really doesn't do it texturally for me i just avoid that um peanuts are fine but then when you get into like almonds are passable but then once you get into like walnuts uh, you lost me uh, i don't like those in cookies especially if they're not really chopped up fine finely and uh fruit really especially like I think of like um, maybe like dehydrated fruits. I don't really like in cookies. If there's if it's more of like a spread, um, like a jam, I think that's fine. Um, but then I don't know if it's like kind of baked into it. Uh, I don't I don't really like it. I would never. So like I tend to just like not even go for those, um, which is a shame. Maybe I miss out on some good good baked goods. Um, I don't know. I just I just never never liked that. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing, though. I was always excited when people would bring in, now that I think about it, those black and white cookies. Um, sometimes there's some good, I mean, even the ones you just get, like, you would get it like a Harris Teeter were fine. Um, but then there were some ones from uh, 
uh, some local bakeries that were quite delicious. So I would always look forward to those and always get those. So there, there you go. Maybe that maybe black and white cookies is one of my favorites. We finally got there. So much work to get <sighs> black and white. It's such a it's like a loaded question. There's just so much to consider. Um, well, that's the thing is there's like so many cookie Fridays. I've been to. I love cookies. I think I'm starting to realize that like they might be my favorite sweet treat. Oh, interesting. Um, there's just so many different varieties. And I I found out recently that like anything can cookie, like any dessert can be turned into a cookie. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, uh, our friend Liz was over. And so Liz, Reagan and I uh, experimented with uh, some different types of cookies. And this all stems from every once in a while, I'll like get on this kick uh, where I'll want to do something and like, that'll be the thing. Like, I'm going to open up a restaurant of this. Like, um, I don't want to like give away a lot of my ideas, but like uh, the dip restaurant, like when I got really into dips and like making all these different types of dips and I'm like, I'm going to open up a restaurant of just dips. Um, So now I'm like, I'm going to open a bakery. Reagan and I are going to open a bakery and we're going to do all these cool different cookies. Cause like I'm on cookies right now. That's my kick. Hmm. So we uh, went online and found like all these different cool, interesting recipes for cookies. Um, and we made, and you might not like some of these, but we made a peach cobbler cookie. Well, that sounds good. Uh, with real peach in it. It's not dehydrated. Don't worry. It was like fresh peach. See, I would eat, I would eat, peach is fine. I'm talking about like berries. Uh, and then it had like a, an icing drizzle on top of it. It was very good. That uh, sounds good. I'd eat that. And then... We made a raspberry lemonade cookie, uh, which was really wow. good. Uh, it had fresh raspberry and like fresh lemon in it. Uh, that was fantastic. And then the one that I thought was like, I was super excited for, but because the other cookies came out so good that like this was a good cookie, but because the other ones I liked so much and ended up being my least favorite uh, was just a red velvet Nutella stuffed cookie. Mm. Oh, wait. Mm, you kind of lost me in the, the Nutella aspect of that. Do you not like with Nutella? red velvet? No, I do. I just don't know if that combination for me would work, but I would have to try it. Well, it was quite good, uh, and then mm. it actually did end up becoming my favorite that we made because uh, we had like one or two left, and I was like, "Hmm, let me try something." And I put uh, some chunky peanut butter that I had. I put a little bit of that on top of it, and it totally changed the game. Mm. Uh, so a chocolate covered, no, a peanut butter covered red velvet Nutella stuffed cookie, uh, which I mean, that's just from describing it. You should know is amazing. There's a lot going on there. But I don't know. You take away mint and there's not a cookie I've met that I'm like, oh, not a good cookie. I'm just like such a cookie person that you give me any non-mint cookie and I'm all about it. Um we also, a couple of weeks before that, because again, I'm on this cookie cookie kick, um, Reagan and I both love M&M cookies. Uh, there's just something about them. Uh, maybe it's the M&M, <laughs> but they make a good cookie. But I uh, was curious. I said, you know, there's so many different varieties of M&Ms now. Which M&Ms make the best M&M cookie? So then, of course, we had to go to the store and buy all the different types of M&Ms and we made cookies with all the different M&Ms uh, and that was fun and I turned out like regular M&M cookies are maybe like middle of the pack when it comes to uh, what M&Ms to put in your in your cookies uh, I really liked the fudge brownie 
But uh, as we all know from our last sweet treats episode, I like some crunch in my sweets. Uh, so I also liked the the almond one. But I think if we were to combine them and do like a fudge brownie almond, that would be really good. Also, the peanut, uh, the peanut M&Ms turned out really good because they kind of tasted like they had peanut butter in them, but they also had the crunch from the peanut. Uh, so I would highly recommend if you're making uh, M&M cookies in the future, throw throw some different uh, M&Ms in there. Don't just stick to the original ones. Uh, so have some fun with it. So I didn't answer any of my questions about favorite or least favorite uh, because I just love cookies and I just wanted yeah. to talk about them. Oh. So that would be your favorite? My favorite is cookies. And my least favorite is cookies Anything with mint. With mint, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, I figured. Um, yeah, you know, if I go to the store, you know, if we're talking about, um, you know, not fancy baked goods, either at home or at a bakery, but, you know, just go to the store, see what there is. Hard to pass up an Oreo, you know. It's just, just a classic, especially the double stuff. Get that in milk. It's, it's great. Um, so that probably goes. That, that's probably my go-to if I want like a quick, quick cookie. Um, but then, uh, if I'm in a fancier mood, still within the supermarket, uh, I really do enjoy butter cookies. Like really any butter cookie, uh, particularly the uh, like Chessman um, Petrish Farm ones. Uh, but then you know, always remember getting those like uh, always from Costco, I think, or somewhere else. I don't know, but those like. Uh, those Dutch cookies and that big tin uh, that you would have ton- tons of those. Uh, you would just store stuff in when once you're done. But I had a ton of ro- many rows of cookies and different shapes, but they're essentially the same thing with maybe some sugar on it, maybe not. But they're I don't know. There was always there was always good. Um, and some of the favorite, one of my favorite cookies I'd always make for like those Cookie Fridays or oatmeal chocolate chip. I had a pretty good recipe that I kind of lost. Um, I almost memorized it too, but a fairly simple recipe just. Uh, I think oatmeal chocolate chip is far superior to oatmeal raisin. Um, I just really enjoy oatmeal cookies and then adding some dark chocolate into that. It's fantastic. So those are, those are be out there with my favorite. Uh, I mean, this is pretty good, but I also do remember I also made like a cinnamon bun cookie, um, which is really, which is actually kind of fun to make. Um, and, you know, make your own like icing to put on top. And you like, you spin it, you kind of, it's, it's a cookie base. That's like a sugar cookie base, but then you have like the cinnamon and sugar uh kind of rolled into it as well um and kind of roll it onto the the baking sheet almost like a salmon roll and bake it and ice it and it actually turned out pretty well and uh, they were well received and now i also make a lot of lemon bars but that's not a cookie apparently but i do like a lemon bar but yes yeah if we're talking see here's the thing about store brand like or store bought uh i don't typically like buy cookies in the store because one i would just like eat them all uh, and two is like, I think homemade cookies or like, you know, bakery made, they're so much better. I'm actually oh, yeah, not no really comparison. like that big of an Oreo person. Like if I'm buying a pre-packaged cookie, uh, which again, won't be that often, I'm going to go with like a regular, just chocolate chip cookie over uh, an Oreo. I tend to just like stay away from Oreos. Um, but like famous Amos, I, I like their, yeah. uh, their chocolate chip cookies or uh, even you know what I haven't had in a while, but is used to be really good. It's like the Petridge, uh, Pepperidge Farm, uh, the white chocolate macadamia nut cookies were really good. Mm, yeah, those always, I think those always scared me when I was younger, just like the macadamia nut. But yeah, those are, I, uh, yeah, those have become my, those were like my favorite for a while. Maybe not that particularly, but you know, especially homemade ones, they were amazing. 
I'm I should make those. All right. They were good at the time. The moment I've been waiting for. Here we go. We're getting back into candy. Uh, so before we go over our lists, um, I do want to mention that I did try and take this list very seriously uh, to the point where I went out today. Wow, someone had to. And I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to figure out like what I want to put on my underrated candy bars. So I was like, there's a lot of candy bars I still have not tried. So I tried to go around and like find some ones that I have haven't tried or it's been a long time since i've tried so like today i tried a whatchamacallit because that was actually on the list uh from the article uh and definitely not underrated uh not my favorite but uh it was fine uh the the crispies are kind of hard i like crunch but it might be too much for me uh a recent addition to the whatchamacallit family i'm holding this up despite the fact that no one can see this but you. So I'm just holding this up for you. Uh, a hoosie oh, what's A hoosie what's it? Oh. Uh, so what's, a, a, what's it now? A hoosie what's it is a chocolate. So it's got chocolate on the outside. It's got chocolatey crisp. So the regular whatchamacallit has the peanut flavored crisp. Uh, so this has a chocolate flavored crisp. And then it's got a little layer of peanut butter on top. Mm. And talk about crunchy this thing wait i mean look how thick it is it's a thick boy um really thick and it Juicy. is it's just a little much so i de- that one's definitely not going to be going on my overrated list hmm. and, and then another one that i've seen that i have purposely avoided uh is the zero bar and that is caramel peanut and almond flavored nougat uh covered in white fudge and I tend to stay away from it because I'm not a big white chocolate person. Yeah. Although it was better than I expected, but still it's white chocolate. So like still wasn't uh, that good. Um, can I try this chunky bar? I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, wondering, I was waiting for you to so, get uh, right like, into it. Like I said, I scoured the uh, southern northern Virginia looking for this uh, chunky bar. And I finally found one. Uh, and I'm about to open it here. Remember, Chunky is a milk chocolate with peanuts and raisins. Uh, I was actually quite opposed to this until you said that thing about it's basically trail mix. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that sounds good. So here uh, we go. I've never even like seen what one looks like. So is this the one with raisins in it? I just said that. Uh, Here's a Chunky bar. It is Wait, definitely Chunky. I'm going to like... They can put it up again? Oh, here's the inside. Oh, so it's okay. So you could break it apart. Okay. Like that. Like, perfect. Right. I'm going to take a bite right here because I can see there's definitely some raisin right here. Oh, God. I'm so excited. Can you hear it? Hmm? Can you hear it? Oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it might be getting picked up on your end, but I, I can't hear it. So, uh, waiting with bated breath. I should have stopped and commented after the first piece, but I just put the other piece in my mouth. Then does there need to be a comment? Because that act alone might be a comment. Guy Fieri would be so... Guy Fieri, sorry. Fieri. Would be so upset with me right now. Yeah. What's the verdict? Uh, eating stuff is not a very good podcast activity. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay. Like, Underrated? 
you mostly just get the chocolate and peanut and then every once in a while you get like a uh, a raisin honestly i would be fine with more raisin in it it's it's not bad Hmm. i don't know that it would go in my like top it certainly wouldn't go in my top five i don't know about my top 10 maybe but like it's definitely not something that i want to take off the shelf uh, and I left the take off shelf section blank until I ate that just in case I wanted it to go off the shelf. Uh, if anything, put it on more shelves because it was very hard for me to find. So I'm saying the chunky There's bar. There's a reason for that. The chunky bar, I think people should seriously give a chance. Mm, yeah, no, I'd rather eat trail mix and eat around the raisins. I will say it's not the most um, like conducive for being a candy bar. Like it's a square. That's not really the best shape of a candy bar because I couldn't really like take like see what I did with these ones where you like you unwrap a little bit of it and you bite yeah. it. You I couldn't really do that. So that's a little disappointing. But now yeah, I've got, that's what, uh, now I've got chocolate all over me and all over my computer. Oof, that's triggering me right now. I do have some raisin in my teeth, stuck in my teeth, but oh god. I'm all, I'm pleasantly surprised with that. This horror podcast, so it feels like for me, it's like my nightmare. All right. Uh, that was uh, something I had been very excited about for the last day. So I appreciate that everybody <laughs> um, sat by while they let me do that. Yeah, we're, we're happy to oblige. So we decided to make our own list again, similar to uh, in, not in response to, uh, but in... Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, because of <laughs> the other list, like inspired by that list. That's what I'm saying. Our lists are inspired by that one. Uh, just for sake of time, we shortened it. Uh, so five overrated candy bars, five underrated candy bars. And then I just said, let's do one take off the shelf. Because if you recall, I was like, to to say that something should be taken off the shelf is a bold statement. Like Mm. you might not like it, but that doesn't mean other people like we've talked countless times on the show about how I hate mint. So if I was the only consumer, I would say take York peppermint patties off the shelf, but I know that I'm not. And I understand that there are people who like mint. And so like, there's a market out there for that. So I would never say uh, to take that off. Like I just won't buy it. So that's like a bold statement to say, take something off the shelf. Yeah. So what we include here has to really be a detriment to society and really, right. you know, even be harmful to consumers. So it's best to leave it to one. Uh, so I think instead of going back and forth for the whole list, why don't we go back and forth with overrated and then back and forth with underrated? Sure. All right. I am interested in hearing your overrated candies yeah this is interesting i don't know it's um yeah it's interesting for me to kind of try to rate candy as overrated underrated it's just for me it's kind of hard to except from that article i guess it's kind of hard to see and i guess commercials but it's kind of hard to see like the uh public opinion of these um but i guess you can kind of get a sense of its popularity but so this is purely from my standpoint um so i think it would be no surprise in starting out 
with this list that I am going to say Reese's uh, just from our last uh, candy one, just because uh, especially now I'm just getting less enamored with it um, as a candy. It's just like, in theory, the, the combination should be good, but I just have started, uh, there's a point in time in my life where just, it, to me, just wasn't tasting good anymore, like on its own. And like as a cookie, like if you put that on, like instead of like uh, M&M's, uh, like Hershey Kiss, you put like a Reese's on there. Yeah, I would take that. But um, on its own, oh God, I don't know. I just, I just feel sick um, eating them. And I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get the hype anymore, except for the, I will say, except for the, uh, the uh, Reese's eggs during Easter, those are top tier. I do, I, I do recommend those. Um, but yeah, no, I just think there's this whole <clears throat> unwarranted hype around Reese's and just like how much merchandise there is in cereal. And it's just weird. So just uh, for sake of time and lack of repetition, I will say that that is the number it's one that I put awesome. on my list as well. And that was actually one uh, that the original article had as an overrated as well so we did both agree with that one yeah that's right it's it's to the point where like i really do kind of want to try some of the newer ones like i just saw today when i was looking at the store like there's ones that have pretzels in it and i think that sounds really cool that could be good but it's like i don't know that i really want to go through the trouble of like also eating a reese's peanut butter cup because i'm like (laughs) and I, i mentioned before how like it was one of my favorites growing up but like you said, I'm just kind of over it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I'm just also seeing some of these prices for candy. I'm just like, wow, it's really. I mean, lately consumer prices have been going up slightly, but it's just like, it just my mind just seems so much more expensive than what I remember. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't seem worth buying, especially when like you look at the cost of just like I, I don't I don't know I can't name the price, but to me it just seems not worth it when you're just buying like literally just two peanut butter cups, and it's just like, what's the point? I don't know. <laughs> Why am I buying this? Like per unit, that's awful. I don't know. It's just kind of silly in my mind buying candy. Unless you're like buying bulk at Costco or something. I don't know. But moving on, uh, am I still going? I guess so. Cool. Um, I don't know. For me, it I, I have Twi- I had to think a lot about this, but I had Twix on here. Um, probably controversial. Um, I could take from your, uh, your reaction, but I don't know. It just... Um, it's fine. I don't know. I don't, it's not something I would like buy. I don't really, I don't really get the hype. Um, it like doesn't, I don't know. Combination that is fine, I guess, but I don't know. It's just like a flavorless cookie. Um, this is, it, it has like chocolate uh, cookie, I guess, and caramel and doesn't do the three separately really well. So and just throw it all together and it's, I don't know. It's, it's average. That's my take on that. I Twix is one of my top two. It's one of my mm. favorite candies. Um, sure. I'm a little upset by that. Um, but is I, it a candy anymore? If it has like a cookie in it? Yeah. And that's, it's the best. It's like the only one that has a cookie. And we just talked about how good cookies are. Um, but I objectively understand that things are not for everybody, so I'll try not to get too upset by it, uh, but it is one of my favorite. Uh, And I also, just to brag, uh, just because something was my favorite, I didn't put it on the underrated because I feel like that might be, I feel like that's kind of what this author of the article was doing. They're like, these are Mm. my favorite. Well, it needs to be because I think Twix is perfect where it is. I think Twix is very popular, uh, so I wouldn't definitely wouldn't say it's underrated. 
Uh, but I love right. it. I love it enough that I would never say it's overrated. But I understand if you don't like it, thinking that it's overrated. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I didn't put too much of my favorites in underrated. But they're definitely ones that I feel like people wouldn't really think of. But anyway, have, just there. real quick, have you tried yeah. the peanut butter one? No, I don't really want to. I just I, also get tired of peanut butter as a candy. That's fair. I like I like the peanut butter one as well. I think I like the original better, but the peanut butter one's not bad. So they do so peanut butter instead of caramel. Like entirely, and then is that it, or do they add like other stuff in it? You know, I don't remember. I didn't expect this was like one a, to get you know, yeah. put on the spot, but uh, <laughs> they also have a cookies and cream, which we tried together, which wasn't bad. Oh yeah, I do. So yeah, I I tend to like cookies and creams, so maybe I should give that one a shot. Um, yeah, so maybe it's like I would really love that one. I forget um, if I had that, but yeah. Oh, I just I remember having it. I just forget what my reaction was. Um, but maybe it's like a Reese's situation. You know? I don't know. Also, have uh, went a different route, so not really chocolatey. But uh, I have here a Starburst. Not really. Um, maybe it's like some of the commercials, but uh, that I'm thinking of. But um, I don't know. Uh, I, maybe when once you start getting into the non-chocolate, is purely. Um, Sugar, which is, I guess, it's the point of candy, but candy. Um, but I don't know. Starburst don't really do it for me. It just kind of hurts my teeth and it gets stuck in there. And the flavors are like too artificial <laughs> for my liking. I it, it's fine if I have to if I'm forced to eat them. I will. Um, but I don't know. I'm not going to go out and buy them. Uh, we should. It's a craze. We should prefer, uh, preface to our six listeners uh, that we did mutually decide before this uh to open it up to non like candy bar traditional candy bars because uh we honestly i feel like we're just too nice to say too many things were overrated or we're just like like more things enough to not say overrated so we had to kind of branch out a little bit oh, yeah. uh, so we did both decide uh so i will see on mine that i have some non-traditional also, yeah. they put Whoppers in the original, so I feel like they weren't really sticking to the candy bar thing either. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we even questioned it then, too, I, th- I think. Um, yeah, kind of moving on in a similar vein, although I really do enjoy them. Uh, I put here Skittles. Uh, I just feel like they're kind of overrated for what they are. Um, I enjoy them. Personally, I enjoy them. Um, I think any of the Skittles, really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think they could be a bit overrated, uh, especially when I eat, when I eat too much and I just like feel sick and my tongue is burning <laughs> even after just like one pack. I don't know. Uh, just makes me question when I'm eating. Um, but yeah, I think they're fine. Uh, I just want to eat them. Uh, I want to eat a lot in one sitting. Um, and, and if you're eating them all at once, it's, I don't really get a lot of the, a lot of the fruit flavor tends to blend together. Um, I don't know. I guess they get too much hype for what they really are. Yeah, no disrespect to Marshawn Lynch, but I also had Skittles yeah. <laughs> on my list. It's just, um, nice, and I, yeah. I didn't respond to your Starburst because I didn't know if we were responding to each of them. But I uh-huh. think I would definitely prefer to eat Starburst over oh, Skittles. They're both kind of like the fruity thing, but I just the, it just seems weirder to like chew the Skittles because like with M and M's, you can like, oh, you don't have to like. The consistency is different so like you kind of think like oh it's gonna be like an m&m but then it's like so chewy and it's just uh yeah they really get stuck in my teeth and they're not my favorite yeah. i mean i wouldn't really choose like starburst or skittles over like an actual candy bar but yeah skittles is i think overrated as well mm. pretty good probably the same thing um 
Hmm. Yeah, I kind of struggled with the last one. Um, yeah, I don't know. But what, what should I say here for my fifth one? <laughs> Did you write anything down? To be honest, I was hoping you would go first, and I would just borrow. Off oh, of okay. Yours. Do you, I can go now. We can just save yeah. So yours. you said some of okay. yours, and let me see if you can. Yeah, get that's my fine. Uh, so we we already touched on Reese's and Skittles for me. Yep. Uh, another one, and this just kind of came up when we were talking about the article, and I agreed with it. Uh, the article had mentioned Snickers, and I agree with Snickers. I don't dislike Snickers by any mean means, uh, not by just one mean or two so, means. I was uh, thinking about putting Snickers on here too. I just think it's overhyped. Like, it's, yeah, I feel like that's everybody's like go-to candy bar. Yeah, like, based on commercials and things like that. If it's not Reese's, it's like yeah. Snickers. That's I my just, fifth one. Then I, I just think that there are so many better options than Snickers. Like, it's probably in my top ten. But like, whenever I eat one, I'm always disappointed. I'm like, in my head, this is better. <laughs> uh so which is weird because like it's got a lot of the the right stuff going on for it but it just i don't think it's executed well and i'm glad you said that because mine i was really debating putting stickers on there but i feel like i don't want to contradict what i was saying about it Uh, because i think i was saying it it should be rated like it shouldn't be over or underrated Mm -hmm. but i think it is overhyped i agree uh then and i kind of briefly mentioned this before because of its uh softness i have three musketeers on there wow and even then, like, I don't know a ton of people where it's like, oh, that's my favorite candy bar. So that might not even be overrated, but yeah. it's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't even think it was, overrated. Um, but at least you've heard of it. Like the article that they said overrated, like we hadn't heard of some of them. Um, but I just think that like, I don't know, it's, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, it's not in some of the top best candy bars. And so if you think that it is, then you're overrating it. Uh, my last one is just for kind of similar to what I've already said about it, uh, but I have regular M&Ms just because I think of all of the M&Ms, wow. like M&Ms has gone beyond just traditional to the point where like traditional may be one of their worst versions because they have all of these other, I mean, in my opinion, if you're just eating M&Ms by themselves, you're not putting them in a cookie or anything. Peanut M&Ms are the best M&Ms. Uh, and I just think that like we don't need regular M&Ms anymore because we've got all of these other ones. I was debating putting them on there too, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't want to be too controversial though. Um, yeah, probably for similar reasons. See, I, we're, we're not, I mean, mm. I feel like if you swap, if you take out the Twix and the Three Musketeers, we're like <laughs> pretty much on the same page with this stuff. Yeah. Although I feel like for M&M's, I would be just like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't really, I mean, the, the outer shell is literally nothing. It's just flavorless sugar. And then the inside is just like a milk chocolate. And uh, what, what's, what's that about? <laughs> uh, why am I paying for that? What's the deal, deal? with regular M&M's? <laughs> it's candy. And then it's got a candy in it. <laughs> that, was, that was my Seinfeld impression. I From, from me, it, it, it didn't seem that bad i'm a, when i re-listened to it uh, <laughs> it was pretty bad oh really because in my head no, it, was, it was pretty good it was pretty good for like a character you know how like a an impression of him is always kind of like over the top so i feel like yeah. it was like a cartoonish character um but like i, I was impressed with it <laughs> <laughs> that's all, all right. that matters uh let's go underrated i'm excited for this because this is me just saying, like, these are some good candy bars that you guys are sleeping on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you want me to go first so you can get inspiration from me? 
I mean, I already have a full list. Oh, all right. Well, then, do you want to go first? I or you can go first. You're I'll already go talking. First. Uh, my first one. This was just, and we've mentioned this before. When we did a couple years ago, we did our bracket. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by the almond joy. Uh, I know mm. coconut is a controversial candy bar topping. Yeah. Uh, but I just with with the uh, it just kind of like tasted more like fresh and like refreshing than some other candy bars because it's got that like kind of tropical yeah it's it's tropical and then you've got uh the almond with it uh the mound i don't think we liked as much because uh almond joy is milk chocolate mound is dark chocolate i Mm. believe plus it doesn't have that crunch of the the almond uh so i was pleasantly surprised by the almond joy and i think that people immediately dismiss it because of the coconut and i think it's just like give it a try it works well with the chocolate uh together as like kind of a refreshing thing i assume that's not on your list because of coconut yeah definitely not yeah it should be taken off the shelf wow no it's, it is oh. not one of mine though i was gonna say because i would the... not deprive people of coconut yeah, it can sometime like even i had some good coconut stuff it's just not something i would choose uh my next one uh, and this was something that the article also agreed on, and we talked briefly about. Uh, but the Kinder Bueno, mm. just because like you see it on shelves, but I don't think I've ever like seen anyone like buy it or talk about it. Uh, and it is, yeah. it's quite good. Uh, so people should venture out of their known traditional candy bars and just give that one a shot. And then the next one, uh, I was personally offended uh, when the author said, "Take this off the shelf." Uh, and if I, if anything, I'm saying the opposite, I'm saying, give this a try and, uh, take it off the shelf by buying it, uh, which was the confusion that we had a little bit, uh, last time. Uh, but the take five, again, mm. it has everything you could ever want in a candy bar, uh, peanuts, peanut butter, chocolate, caramel pretzels. Like it's, I think the perfect, like Frankenstein's. Uh, candy yeah and uh this is mainly just a direct uh reaction to the person saying take it off the shelves so i I think it's i think it's underrated just doing this out of spite basically yeah uh so far it appears that we are not uh simpatico on our underrated uh my fourth out of five and I don't know if this is something you've ever experienced because they don't sell at a ton of places. And I think that's part of what makes it underrated because like if you had it more places, maybe more people would buy it. Uh, but it's actually one of my favorite candies. Uh, and I always kind of forget about it because they don't sell it anywhere. But if they see it somewhere, I'm like, ooh. And I always buy one for my dad when I go places because I know he likes them. Mm. And they don't sell many places. That's the Zagnut bar. Oh my God. I haven't heard you, that name in a while. Are you familiar? Not too familiar. I've heard the name. I just don't really know what it is. So it's it's a like a peanut butter type bar, like. But when I say peanut butter, it's like Butterfinger type peanut okay. butter. But it also has like coconut in it, so you might not like it. Oh my god! What the fuck? But it's it's really good. It's like a really no. old, it's like a really old bar too. It's from like a long time ago. Like it's been Sounds around. Like, like um, yeah, it's a thing you like make in the depression when there's really no other like ingredients around. No, it's really, really good. And you need to, next time you're at a place that sells it, which is not a whole lot of places. Yeah, um, the poor were known for just having coconut laying around. They actually, they used to sell it at the country store in town, which is like a place oh. that I used to buy it. But 
they don't sell it there anymore, but I know of another place that like when I'm in the area, I'll stop it and I'll get one for my dad and I'll give it to him. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just totally underrated uh, and needs to be in more places. But my final underrated, I literally found out about today. Oh, interesting. Because uh, I left one bar that I hadn't tried in a while off uh, when I was telling you which ones I tried because I wanted to save it for the big reveal. Um, but that is Hershey's Fifth Avenue bar. Oh. Now, this is something that I've seen on the shelves, and I'm just like, oh, that's like an old person candy because it's been yeah. around forever, and it really has been around forever. It's been around since like the 20s or the 30s. And the best way I can describe a Fifth Avenue bar to anyone who has never had one before is take a Butterfinger and then cover it in chocolate. Well, Butterfinger is already covered in chocolate. I'm confused by that. Oh, shit, it is, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. Is like more chocolate <laughs> around it? Well, now I'm just gonna sit here and eat this because I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable because I feel like a dumbass. I didn't mean to call you out on that, but no, I'm so glad you did. But like that was my whole thing. I was like, oh my god, this is like a chocolate covered <laughs> Butterfinger, and now I feel so fucking basically stupid. you think Butterfingers are underrated. I feel so stupid. No, this is, I like this better than a Butterfinger. And now I don't know why I thought originally because it was covered in chocolate, but now yeah. I just feel stupid. No, no I don't feel stupid. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> a loser. Oh, that, I could have literally just Googled a Butterfinger and I would have realized. I or you could have so. also bought one in your, you know, <laughs> your search for some of these bars. That, um, or consulted with the Butterfinger. Do, do you know what it was? I think I was thinking of the Zagnut bar because it's like the same kind of consistency. And so mm. I had Zagnut on the list and I was like in my head picturing it. Um, I mean, it, let's just end this. I'm done. <laughs> Should I go with my list? Yes, please do. I'm going to sit here and continue eating this Fifth Avenue bar that actually is good and underrated, but apparently you don't need it because there's just a Butterfinger. <laughs> Uh, swallow in your misery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to start my list, uh, I thought I would just, you know, kind of change it up and go with the three musketeers as mind rated, which is you river rated. So who knows where it is? Uh, I don't know. I think more people should, uh, are sleeping on it and should, um, I mean, I would love to sleep on it. Um, and just, and just as a bed and just eat it when I'm sleeping. It sounds great. Um, but no, I feel like, no, more people should eat them. It's, uh, uh, even though it's like mostly nougat, it's a nice, soft, airy nougat which uh, uh i think is fairly flavorful um i think more people should eat it um i also did have on here butterfinger <laughs> so i did have butterfinger i will say though it's probably one of the ones that are like one of my favorite uh but i feel like it doesn't get enough love um i feel like a lot of people would put it on like an overrated list or ones that they don't like i don't know to me it has less of a peanut butter i don't know it's like for me it's just doesn't have a strong peanut butter flavor it's like a, it is kind of buttery it's it's a nice crispy flaky buttery center uh that doesn't really have an overpowering peanut butter taste so it's kind of a nice um change of pace you know if i do want like a different kind of candy bar i, I do enjoy it um and it kind of went different direction here uh so something i really enjoyed growing up and i uh, would kind of i still enjoy it like uh, kind of different variations of like caramel creams, you know, like a, a harder, still um, malleable caramel, 
uh, but surrounding like a, a cream center. Uh, like, um, what kind of cream would it, would that be? It's it's like a, it's not runny. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know, like those long cowtails. Uh, it's like almost it can almost dissolve in your mouth. Uh, always enjoyed those. But then you have like usually the ones in like you know store brand uh, packaging. Um, they just I feel come. like that's very much like a Great Depression type snack. Yeah, <laughs> you're giving me shit for it's my. Good. I don't even want to talk anymore. Though I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I keep wobbling. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. So I, I quite like those. Um, and I, I don't know. A lot of people probably think this is disgusting. Um, but circus peanuts, I quite enjoy. Um, and don't think people give them enough love. Uh, I just always love the texture, and the flavor. Like when you first like bite into it, and then it's actually it kind of like dissolves and soft in your mouth. It's like kind of really like a snappy texture when you first bite into it. It's always fun, and I always thought it had the really cool flavor it didn't taste like a marshmallow or anything like that um not that that's exactly what it is but um had a for me it had a more interesting flavor especially growing up i always enjoyed those um and then ah yeah so for me i guess my last one would be i don't know if this is overrated or underrated um i have swedish fish here like if i were to go into like the more gummy territory this is like the first thing i would get uh, so I want to put it up there as like my favorite candy whatsoever, but I feel like people are always just like, ooh, like Twizzler, or like Sour Patch Kids, or I guess if you want like sour candy, it's fine. But I feel like a lot of people just kind of miss out on uh, Swedish Fish, which um, I quite enjoy. It's uh, maybe more of a stronger flavor than other um, like gummy candies, but I don't know. I always enjoyed um, that. Like it's kind of weird. It's like a deep, deep flavor, and I always like the color. Um, they were, I feel like they were really good. I'm actually 100% with you on that. Yeah. Oh, good. Like, if you want, like, a fruity, gummy-type snack candy, uh, <laughs> I, I do think that Swedish Fish should be the choice. I think, um, yeah, they, I would, yeah, I would say Thank that you. that's definitely underrated. Now, what's the, is this supposed to be, like, a cherry flavor? I never really understood, like, the flavor. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. It's just, maybe I don't like the ones that, are, like, try to be fruit, and it's just like, well, is this a... It's like a weird artificial flavoring that doesn't seem like it's supposed to be. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why I like it, but it's good texture. Always like have fun pulling them. And I don't know. They're they're quite delicious. But that's my list for underrated. God, I still don't have a take off the shelf. But when you just said circus peanuts, I'm like, so, should, should I put that? <laughs> don't take it from me. Um, I mean, I have two that I have two contenders. Maybe you could take mine. If I it, think I think I did come up with something though. Okay. And especially because we have really like opened up, I don't think there's a candy bar to take off the shelf, but I, I did just come up with a candy. Yeah, yeah. I don't, mine's not in bar form, but yeah. And I've I've done some like uh, some research on this by just like asking people I know. Uh, so not a ton of research. Um, but I've come to the conclusion that nobody likes peeps. <sighs> That's a good one. That's good for I, this that, for that I feel like the only thing that people talk about when peeps come out every holiday is how much they hate peeps. And for so, people who say they like it, they're just in denial. Seriously. I because we're expanding this definition of candy, I I will yeah. say that just save everybody the drama and the the packaging and yeah. all of this stuff every 
Easter or Christmas or whatever other 4th of July. Um, just get rid of peeps. Just end peeps. Yeah, I feel like I was always faking liking them when I was younger. Like, then I, it's like, oh, well, like, what are you, of course, getting things when you're younger is just awesome. So, like, you're always excited to get something no matter what it is. And then, then you're like, oh, now I have to eat these peeps. And it's like, oh, such a terrible experience, at least for me. I mean, at first I kind of enjoyed it, but then I guess as I started going, I'm like, oh my God, it's actually kind of gross. Like, it doesn't, maybe the, um, maybe the recipe changed, but like the, the taste is terrible. And I didn't like the texture after a while. Yeah, that's a good one to have on this list. Yeah, it's one Especially thing that like maybe a child might like peeps. Maybe. But a child's not going to complain, like just give them another yeah. candy and they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they might actually prefer that. Yeah. Of course, it's always like fun. It's like seasonal stuff. But yeah, no, it doesn't mean it's good. No one will miss it. So I mentioned I had two things on my list. Um, I'll go with the first thing that came to mind, obviously, and that would be raisinets that should be taken off the shelf. Um, chocolate covered raisins. Why do that to yourself? At least with the chunky bar, it has other shit in it. But this is literally raisins and chocolate. It's fucking gross. Get that out of here. I don't need that. I don't need to see you eat that. It's gross. That's now, I, I think this is coming from a place of uh, spite for you, it sounds like. Pure but hatred, but yeah. This is where I'll help your argument. They have chocolate-covered other stuff, like, in a different section. <laughs> No, I mean, like, you if you go somewhere, yeah. you can get, like, chocolate-covered peanuts, chocolate-covered other types of nuts, chocolate-covered espresso beans. You can just have a plain, regular package chocolate-covered raisin in that section. Don't brand it like a candy. Oh, yeah. It's the brand is a candy. But like, yeah. That's... I just helped your argument there, so I'm not even going to fight you on that. But also, this is... Even then, it's just a shitty combination for me. Just the, It's gross. Oh, yeah, you probably won't I, agree with me. Don't like prepackage it to make it look like it's <laughs> going to be a candy like the others when really it's just a chocolate covered mm. raisin. But then the other one I was going to mention, maybe this is an honorable mention. I don't know. I was still on the fence about this one. I think maybe I just had a bad experience with it when I was younger. Um, no, I was going to make a joke. Um, but it's uh, so I like, so they're good in plenties. So, or good in plenty. I, um, I like. I tend to like licorice, but then I don't know. I just feel like I didn't know what I was getting into when I was younger, and I was—I just was shocked when I was when I first um, first ate them, and I didn't know what I was eating, and like it was kind of a gross, <laughs> gross candy to eat when you're younger. So I just kind of kind of stayed away from it, and I think I tried to—I don't know—I don't know. Maybe I just had, randomly had it. It wouldn't be something I would buy, but I just maybe I randomly had it when I was when I got older, and it, just, it didn't. It was just fine. I don't know. It's, I don't really get that. I mean, you get like decent licorice if you're looking for that kind of um, flavor and not like this really weird, gross candy. So that would also be on there, but I think raisin nuts would take it for me. So I've always like heard good and plenty. Like I recognize hmm. the name, but I, first of all, didn't even know it was licorice. Yeah, it's like a licorice. Taste it's like a candy. It's a candy coated like black licorice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or no. That's or at this, least has the that's flavoring what this of it. Images it literally like this one is cut open and it looks like it's a black licorice. That's oh, I guess, candy yeah. I guess I never really to me it didn't seem like it. I thought it was just like flavored that way. I guess maybe it could literally be like black licorice. Um, that's ugh. Yeah, get that off the shelf. Yeah, so that, that's why I did have that as like an honorable 
mention on here, but a, a dishonorable mention. Dis- or dishonorable mention. And it's been dishonorably discharged. <sighs> well, uh, at least despite all of this embarrassment uh, with my uh, <laughs> Butterfinger, at least I got to try Chunky and I was pleasantly su- yeah. uh, surprised. Uh, and seriously, try Zach Nuts. Try Fifth, a- <laughs> try Fifth Avenue, even though apparently it's a peanut, uh, a Butterfinger. Damn, um, you sound so defeated. <laughs> I was, I was riding this high of finding this new candy bar, and then I couldn't, I couldn't let you have that. I don't think I've ever had a Clark bar, but apparently a Clark bar is also oh. very similar to Butterfinger and Fifth Avenue. Uh, but it's from the, it was originally from the people that made the Zagnut, but now it's all owned by Hershey. Um, but so maybe I'll have a taste test between the three of them to see which one I like better. I think I'd like the Fifth Avenue more than the Butterfinger, even though they're the same, because now it's just in my head. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been Nick. And I will always be Nick. Ugh, I, I say it worth it. It's is, okay. No, I'm just so uncomfortable.